Welcome to Dog Soap Infant School. Captain Dave and his co-pilot Eddie are on the launch pad and ready to take you on another fantastic learning journey to help you and your children to dream, believe, and shine. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to Launchpad. Yes, welcome back to another festive Launchpads. It's our daily editions. All this week, there's a brand new guest for you to meet, and we've got someone on the show, I, I dare to say an old friend, because she's not old at all, really. Um, it's <laughs> lovely to welcome Sue Atkins to the show. Welcome back, Sue. Oh, it's my pleasure to be with you today. Now, if you don't know Sue, um, she I'm sure you'd have seen her on This Morning or you've heard her on the radio, on BBC Radio, or maybe Jeremy Vine's show, She's or for Disney. She works for Disney as well. How about that? Um, she does lots of things, lots of advice, and she gives wise words, and she's on to talk to all you parents who are listening today. Um, thank you for joining us, parents. Thank you, children who listen. I know you listen. It's lovely that you're with us. So wherever you listen, in the world. Uh, welcome to Dogsthorpe Infant School and uh, welcome to this edition of Eddie's Launchpads. Eddie's here, but he's fast asleep. He, d- he don't know what he's missing. But um, Sue, we're heading towards Christmas, very close now. Um, and our parents right around the, the, the country from wherever you live, it's a very challenging time, isn't it? Oh, it is. Having lived through a pandemic and then having to live through this extraordinary cost of living crisis, which paralyzes parents, absolutely does, with worry and anxiety and stress. So, yeah, to be able to talk about this very important subject. I think the other thing is, if you can't afford something, don't feel embarrassed about saying no to some of your children's ideas, you know, because they will learn the value of money as well. There's a very, very important video that I will send to you actually by Sam Teal Productions about, you know, and I won't spoil it, but it's very moving about how a dad, a single dad, um, supports his son with presents because he says that Santa's not very well this year as his way of coping and trying to say that, you know, Santa's not going to be bringing lots of gifts. But the thing is, you know, you don't have to be embarrassed about it. Talk with your children about it. Explain there's a difference between the adverts on the telly because they will pull you in and make you want all sorts of things, you know, and don't get drawn in by some of those adverts with this opulent table, you know, with all this food on it and everything. Talk to your kids about wants and needs because there's a difference between what they want and what they need. And perhaps, you know, you buy one lovely present that perhaps they've been talking about that they might like. And perhaps you could talk to them about sharing a a bigger gift with their brother or their sister. And so it's important that we use this opportunity to build memories that last a lifetime with our children that are not expensive. You can play with them. You can talk to them. You can listen to them. You can go out and ride bikes together or you can, you know, build a snowman, but we haven't got snow. But, you know, remember that it's not all about the money. They will remember the feeling. And I wrote an article on LinkedIn, actually, about my own granddad, who I absolutely loved and our traditions. And the idea that I can't remember a thing he bought me. 
I just remember how he made me feel. So don't forget that. Kids don't feel denied if they feel loved and if you spend time with them. So family games, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And they always spell love, T-I-M-E. So, you know, I hope that helps take down that stress, guilt and anxiety that really it isn't all about the gifts. It's about the time that you give them. Absolutely. The, the, all you children who are listening to this, and I know that some of you dog soap infants listen to it as well with your mummy or your daddy or your nan and granddad, whoever you're listening with. Like Sue, my, my nan and granddad used to buy me presents and um, I, I was very lucky as a boy that I decided very early on that I was going to hang on to them. I don't know why, but I did. I hung on to them and they used to buy me little toy cards in boxes and they're yes. right behind me now. And they are there to remind me. And every time I walk by, I think of them. So whatever you get from your mummy or daddy or from a family member, uh, whatever you get this year, think to yourself, I think I might actually keep this one. Because every time I look at it, it will remind me of the person who gave it to me, who who loves me and who cares for me. And it's going to be a very difficult time for all of our families. Um, and so children, we must be thankful for what we get, of course. Uh, but for you parents uh, who are feeling guilty, try not to feel too guilty. I'm sure that Sue will agree with this. It's We've all got to make our own way through this very challenging time. It's the sort of situation that we never thought any of us thought we'd have to live through, but we are living through it, and we've got to try and find our way. Um, regarding parents now, Sue, that are finding things difficult, maybe to get food on the table and mm. maybe keep their, their power uh, charged up at home so they can still get heat, um, what, what advice can you offer? Well, it's around, you know, we all grew up really quite cold with jumpers and things like that. And we don't have to feel that it's, you know, our fault. It is a very difficult situation. So there are other ways. Of, I mean, go and charge your phone up, perhaps in a coffee shop, you know, charge your laptop in a coffee shop where it's warmer and you can, you know, sit there and just, you know, use their facilities if they don't sort of mind and all the rest of it, maybe buy a coffee or something. Um, it's about using your resources in different ways. And the other thing I want to say about presents is don't forget homemade presents are very, very special. I've still got an egg cup that my son is 30 now. He made and he goes, oh, no, not that old thing. But he'll never, he doesn't understand yet because he hasn't got kids. Um, why I keep that, mm-hmm. why that's special. And so also... People love if you bake a cake or you make a chutney or you make a bit of jam or you make a special soup. It's about the giving of it to. And if you look at one of my articles, I can send it through to you about the idea of Santa Claus, that we almost become Santa ourselves in the giving of small things, giving our time, helping another. These are important things as well as not just getting lots of presents. But for businesses listening to this or other people that would like to contribute, you'll never know how helpful it is with the smallest of things. You don't have to do a huge big gesture. You know, when we go shopping, we always put things in for the local uh, community. And I do things like nappies. And, you know, then I read it wanted peanut butter and it wanted, you know, beans and it wanted fairy liquid, actually. So I always try and adapt what we give and we always do that regularly. Small things regularly done will make a big difference to families. And talking with them, supporting them, it's a bit like mental health where we now openly talk about it it's okay to share that you're struggling not to join the pity party and go sort of 
down a, a route of despair, but to uplift each other with you know, ways of support through a difficult time. And I hope that by talking and sharing and joining community, uh, people can feel the love and support around them because it is a difficult time. Particularly if you're a Dogthorpe family and you've got children coming to our school, um, just don't think that you're on your own either. You know Mrs Waters and and uh, Mrs Hibbert, who's the family support worker she's all they're always there and they're always willing to help you and so talk to us because we might be able to help we can't hand out money of course we can't but we can we can try and give you support and advice and get you in front of the right people so talk to us yes it's that pointing people sometimes in the right direction and Mm. as i say it's little gestures that can mean so much to people too I was with Santa the other day. Funnily enough, I was at oh, how lovely! Yeah, I I was at a I was at a a function, a charity um, event, and Santa turned up, and I and I heard, I overheard him. I know I shouldn't listen, children, when Santa's telling people, talking to the children, and children are telling them what he wants. But I heard Santa say. I'm going to try my very best, but things are difficult at the moment because it is difficult yeah. as well for Santa because he yeah. must have a financial crisis as well. So if you children, if you get don't get the, the present that you actually ask for, um, maybe it's because Santa can't get it either because things are very difficult to get as well. And and when you mentioned about businesses, that's also key, isn't it, Sue? Because um, uh, maybe it's apt and timely for me to thank Dogsthorpe Methodist Church, who are our next door neighbours, and they are providing every pupil at Dogsthorpe Infant School with a Christmas gift this year. Uh, oh, they, that's wonderful. Yes, it is wonderful. They they um, they told us, uh, they, they heard that we, obviously with the heating and the heating costs for the school and everything going up and money being yeah. tight, they heard, they yeah. said, you normally give children a, a present. And we said, well, we're going to try. And the congregation heard about this and they've, they've made sure that we've got enough oh, pennies in our good. purse to be able to make sure that uh, our children will have at least one gift from Dogsthorpe Infant School. And so Brilliant. thank you to Dogsthorpe Methodist Church for that. Um, so you've, you've done um, some wonderful work in this area and you've got um, you've got something for Dogsthorpe Infants that we're going to put on the website. Would you like to say a little bit about that? Is that the article I was sharing yes. about tips? Yes. Yeah. Please. Well, of course. I mean, I've got lots, and in fact, I'm very happy. If you want to go and look as well, I've got a whole load of Christmas ones. Each each day, I put up one of my Christmas sort of blogs that might guide you, or help you, or support you, or get you thinking. And so, this one that we've been talking about is the one around um, talking to your children about money through the cost of living crisis. It's called preparing your kids for Christmas while living through the cost of living crisis and so that might be helpful there are some tips in there and some ideas about how to you know survive it but also how to build the memories that will last the lifetime with your children and that they don't have to be all sad ones they can be joyful because you know love connection belonging laughter is all free and it's something that we can make sure we can give our children that sort of joy and share the joy ourselves and the other thing I want to say to mums and dads in particular do look after yourself and your own mental health first because children take their lead from you and if you're in a fairly good place or a fairly positive place or confident place or you've got some support then you are far more able to nurture and look after your own kids 
you know, from that stronger place. And talking about mental health, it can be, it's not you're having a complete meltdown. It's just you're struggling. You feel a bit low mood or a bit anxious. So, you know, connecting, sharing, laughing, belonging is all part of how we get through a difficult time together. So don't ever be embarrassed. Don't ever be ashamed. Reach out. You have wonderfully just mentioned all the people within your school that can help. And if you can't help, you signpost off to other people. So, you know, and look around for resources. I've got loads of sort of different stuff on my website that might be helpful to teachers, because as you know, I'm a former deputy head and I was, a you know, um, a teacher for 22 years before that. So I've always got a hat on around looking after yourself as teachers because you're looking after a community the children in your class and the school you know you love them look after them not only teach them so do make sure you get some what i call me time which is quality time for yourself it could be reading a trashy mag it could be watching love actually whatever you do in pajamas or something but whatever it is it nurtures you so you are resilient so you can support the children and you can support the parents. Do you know, last night um, we we um, we had our supper, Mrs Walters and I had our supper, and she said, I feel like a Christmas movie. And I said, you know what, I will. What, what should we have on? And we thought about Love Actually, and in the end we plumped for Christmas Chronicles, and we sat and watched yes. it. And after yes. we finished, we, we both looked at one another and said, wasn't that a great evening? <laughs> You know, well, well, you yeah. know, I know yeah. that, you know, it cost us to 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 have the TV on and to subscribe to Netflix. But it gave us an evening where we yeah. didn't spend much and we yeah. just enjoyed a Christmas movie and we felt better for it. And that, And that's part of yes. well-being as well, isn't it? It really is. And I know it's, you know, but you have to sometimes go, all right, we're going to have the movie. We're going to watch Elf. We're going to have, I don't know, if you've got hot chocolate or something simple or just the coming together, not nestled under a blanket, watching something. Yes, there is a little cost in that, but actually the benefits to your own mental health and well-being, it lifts your spirit, makes you smile, releases endorphins. So actually it's an investment in your family's well-being and it's not a particularly extravagant gesture so look for those small moments those sorts of things that because we can't keep struggling on without having a moment of joy or laughter or something that lifts our spirits otherwise we just get dragged down so look for the magic in the moments that are quite small really now a while back i asked uh, some of our parents uh, whether they would like to uh, contact me when you were next on the show and to ask you about um uh, uh, for any advice or whatever they're very very slow in coming forward <laughs> and i think it's because they think that i'm going to mention their name but i would never mention their names on on the podcast no. and, and i would always talk very generally anyway so um the ones that have come on i'm going to i'm going to touch some of the subjects that they yeah. that they mention but i'm not going to actually go into parents who mentioned and talked to me i'm not actually going to mention your situation so don't worry um yes. the, the, the first area that um is 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 all around guilt uh and mm-hmm. they th- there are parents there's several parents or several families that are feeling very guilty because they can see other families getting things and being able to afford things and they can't. What could you say to those families that at the moment are feeling very guilty and very sad they can't provide um, what they would consider to be uh, a proper Christmas? Yeah, but 
we need to reframe that. Guilt, jealousy, anger, they're all sort of negative emotions turning in on ourselves because we have very high expectations. Uh, society has them. You watch adverts on the telly. It's all about more, more, more. So use it. Reframe it as an opportunity to connect. Children love to spend time with you. They want to feel important to you. They want to feel significant. So make them feel important. And that doesn't mean presence. That, you know, there's a difference. So I, I've done a blog about presence and presence. You know, the spelling of that, there's presence, which means you're in the moment, fully there with them. And then there's presence. So children really don't need masses of stuff. Like I said to you earlier about my granddad, you know, I don't remember what he brought me. I just remembered how good he made me feel and all the funny laughter and all of that. So that is really important. So children will pick up their vibes from you. If you are a bit negative around some of those things and you're anxious, they will pick up that stuff so use it as an opportunity about really important things which is people and kindness and caring use it as an opportunity that ditch the guilt guilt is not helpful to you and it's not helpful to your children so i give you permission here now if you're listening to this ditch the guilt and focus on the memories that you're building and the, the love you're giving and the relationship over time that will grow, nurture, thrive and blossom and bloom with your children. That's not about money. Because if we strip it right back to when our parents were at Christmas, it was about oranges, nuts in, yes. in stockings <laughs> and a wooden yeah. toy. <laughs> well, life goes in cycles, doesn't it? My mother was the eldest of seven. And of course, they didn't have a lot, you know, and therefore when she had me, you know, I was inundated with gifts, probably. And then when my children came along, I remember her getting a bit cross, actually, because they had so much, she was getting cross that they weren't, you know, they were just opening them, throwing the paper around and getting on with it and more and more. And now is an opportunity perhaps to, for us to reset what is important to us. And what's important to us is relationships, people, kindness, patience, and, you know, I understand that it's not just me going, oh, isn't that lovely because you haven't got any money, but we have to get through this. We will get through it. But also maybe it's a reset button around what is important at Christmas. So use it. I hope it's helpful. It's not meant to be patronising. It's meant to be real. I genuinely believe children, you know, will remember the love you give them and not the present. Now you do you do fabulous work, not just in the media, but you do you offer yourself. You do all sorts of things that are online for uh, families and for children and for teachers, and you you've got book clubs and all all sorts of things. Um, would you like to share with our listeners what you're working on at, at present and what you want to direct our listeners to at the moment? My book club is something I've been working quite hard on. It's about lesser known authors, but some of their books are absolutely beautiful around important topics. You can read this. I'm a great believer. If you read a story to a child, it can start off big conversations with little people because you're not necessarily looking at them. It's not intense. You don't get kind of embarrassed. You read the story, but the story's got something important in it. So I've got lots of those sorts of authors. And then I've got all sorts of new books that are coming on in the new year around all sorts of topics. Some of those just wonderful bedtime stories. And talking to dads as well, I was just recently interviewed with um, Scott Mayer. He's from um, Father's Network Scotland. And I'll introduce him to you. Um, talking about dads and reading. 
and the importance of my dad's reading. And in fact, yeah. I can I can send you over my notes around that if you like. Brilliant, yeah. Um, because it's little and often as a deputy head and teacher, and I taught reception as well a few for a few years. Um, you know, it's not about reading on a Sunday for an hour with your kids. It's about five minutes here and there. You know, yeah. and, and let's grab a book. Let's mm. let's jump on the couch together and have a cuddle, and I'll read the story. And wasn't it funny? And then it might be a, an important story. Like I'm interviewing Adam Searle. He's got a book about grief and uh, yeah, this we, little teddy bear we've got him on the show in the new year yeah well i'm talking to him tomorrow for my author's interviews actually and you know about grief and, and faraday's mum he's a, he's a teddy and he loses his mum and his reactions to that and then creating a ritual around it so there are all sorts of books i tend to be drawn as well like dream believe um you know leanne brown i don't know if you've met her mm -hmm. her book is the same sort of thing your your wonderful thing about dreaming and believing um so there's all sorts of books on there if you're interested in that, um, if you're an author yourself, get in touch because I'm always looking for experts in their field around any subject or it's a kid lit book. You know, you've written just a story, but it's got a nice message. Do get in touch with me. And also for businesses, you know, it's about promoting. I've got another thing launching soon called the Sue Atkins Recommend. So if you've done an app or you've done a product or you've got a resource that you would like lots of people to know about, because that's the benefit of perhaps having the platform I've got now is to be able to share good stuff with other people. Mm. And that's my way of working and my way of thinking. But, you know, I've got the toddler roadmap coming out in the new year as well, which is everything you would need to raise a happy, confident toddler. And there's a podcast all around that too. If you go to my podcast, I did 24 episodes just about toddlers, actually. So if you'd like to listen to that, that's all free. You can just, you know, driving in the car or walking the dog or mm. something. You can listen to that if you've got a young child and uh, you'd like a few ideas and some tips around raising those happy, confident toddlers. Listeners, go on to the text of this podcast because you'll find all the links and also the link on our own website. You'll find something interesting there, I'm sure. Uh, before you go, Sue, we want to thank you for all the, the, the wonderful work that you do. And thank you because uh, we've got lots, we've had lots of authors and we've got lots of authors coming on the show in 2023 that um, have, that you've pushed our way. You've, you've recommended them and because of that and the links and the contacts, um, it, you help us to shine. So, so thank you very much for all you do. Oh, it's my pleasure. But I reckon we all shine together. We all help each Absolutely. other. That's what it's all about. So I wish everybody listening a really wonderful time together, no matter what happens. Just build those memories that last a, a lifetime, that are positive. His name is Eddie Edster, he's a well-being dog, and he's here at Dog Soap School. He's such a little cutie, wagging his tail, and the kids all think he's cool. He makes them feel safe, he's great for mental health He gives them confidence from his very self Not talking about money, but he brings so much wealth He's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog His name is Eddie Edstar, he's the well-being dog And he loves Christmas time Blazing round the home, chewing on a bone Eddie thinks it's fine The children will be looking out for Santa Claus But also giving high fives to Eddie's paws Let's all thank Eddie with great applause It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog 
It said he had stopped the well-being jog. It said he 